Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God that God's put on our heart. And as you know, we've been studying from a book called Faith and Hope and Courage in a Changing Time. And at last week we were studying about anxiety. We studied the first two thoughts on that which were basically what is anxiety and what we need to do about it and then how it's not healthy for us well this week we're going to take we got two more thoughts on anxiety and today we're going to take it on Anxiety, anxiety chapter, I thought number three. Then we're going to do our prayer request segment, and there's been a lot of changes here in the prayer request segment. And um, we're going to be praying hard for these things that need to be prayed for. Um, then for our God teaches us in a different way segment. We're going to be talking about a story from that weekly journal of practice Christian living. I'm not, so I'm not interested. And then we'll bring the podcast to an end. But before we do that, let's pray and let's start our podcast. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a Kohath Heaven's author and anoint these lips of clay. Let everything I say be what you want and not what I want. Lord, let it edify the body that listens to this podcast. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So we're going to get into the Bible study now. And again, I'd like to go to Philippians 4, 6. The book of Philippians, chapter number 4. And we're going to look at verse 6. Philippians 4, 6. And it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. In other words, don't worry about things and give it to God. But that's the verses that these that we're sharing this four-part series on. On anxiety. Now we're going to look at thought three. Alright. Now. John writes in John 3, 2. Okay, this. Pray that you may prosper and be in good health. Just as your soul prospers. John 3, 2. And the meaning is that. Because we, got, we should do this. Is because. 
because your physical body thrives in relationships to how well you are doing spiritually. So, if you got anxiety going on in your life right now, it is it is causing problems with you spiritually. Is it causing problem with you physically? And it could get you physically sick. And when you're physically sick, you really don't want to do anything or do something that's going on pertaining to God, pertaining to life, because you're miserable, you're just sitting around, and when you're anxiety, you're thinking about yourself or doing things that on your own time okay and when you're in anxiety sometimes you just give up so your spiritual health your regular health helps you spiritually so you should be praying you should be doing things that edify your body because if you keep your spiritual body your regular body healthy you're going to find out that your spiritual life will be in a better thing. Because the way your mind's clear and how you're feeling, you're more relatable and listening in tune to God. Okay? So that's why we need to be that thing. Don't care or want for nothing. In other words, we got to let God take care of it. Okay? Now, this is why Anxiety is a bad thing, besides the human aspect. Anxiety is one of Satan's most effective weapons. Your ignorance of his of your anxiety induce, he can induce schemes is what enables him to gain a foothold in your thinking and rob you of your blessing. So in other words, anxiety he uses it as a smokescreen to throw you off where he can come in, take a foothold, and start terrorizing you in your mind and in your life. Alright? we got to stop giving in to anxiety. Most of the anxiety as Christians are coming from the devil to try to bring you down and destroy you. And he'll beat you down with anxiety at the opportune time. A death of a loved one. Financial problems. Things that are going on in your life that you're not happy about. And it can get you so scared and worried that he gets that foot. He slips in and gets that foothold on there. And he gets you looking at it. And he gets you scared. A few weeks ago... Me and my wife were downstairs and it came to the realization, it was almost October, I mean July 1st, on June 1st, and from the regular plan from her brother, the the real estate, the first real estate person wanted everything out of this house by and us by, October, by June 1st. Well, June 1st came and gone and... They decide, God took care of things. I calmed her down. We've been praying about it. And I said, you know, 
We just got to trust God. And if you can't trust God, trust me. Because sometimes we got to be the bridge. Because younger, because other Christians sometimes when they get into these things, they got to hold on to something which should be God. But sometimes we got to step in and be the bridge to God. Okay. Now, June 1st came and gone. July 1st, August came and gone. August is here. And let me tell you something. We're still here. Now, the situation hasn't changed. But he's trying to figure out things. Which, which God has taken him through. But he just unpronounced to it. So we can't let our anxieties get to us. And when you start feeling these anxieties that come. There's... There's... Um, Five things that we got to do. And the first one is. Worship the Lord your God. And his blessings will be on. Carry you. Will be your food and your water. And it will take away sicknesses among you. Exodus 23, 25-26. In other words. We got to learn to worship the Lord. We got to spend time with the Lord. If anxiety is starting coming your way, and it's on your trusty cell phone these days, open it up, go to Pandora, go to YouTube, type in favorite songs that you like to hear, and listen and start worshiping God. And them anxieties are going to run and flee from you because God is going to come and you guys become you know, in a time where worship with God and those anxieties are going to fade. So actually, worship is not just a thing that we need to do with God. It's a weapon that we can use against the devil. Second one. We got to remember that God will restore your health and healing. Your wounds declare the Lord. Jeremiah thirteen seventeen. Jeremiah 30, verse 17. In other words, don't worry about your sicknesses. Don't worry, be anxious about them. I will restore you. And if he doesn't restore us here, and that these sicknesses or deaths takes us, he will restore them in heaven. So we got to actually have faith that God is going to take care of us while we're here on earth and, and after on earth. And those, again, those anxieties will melt away. Third, turn your ear to my word. Do not let them out of your sight. And keep with them your heart. Okay? That's, that's Proverbs 4, 20 and 22. What is this telling us? We need to get into his word and read his word Daily. Read his word daily. In fact, this Sunday, I'm going to be at my cousin Fred's church preaching a message. And it's going to be called Yesterday's Manna. And basically the thought is, we need to eat the word of God every day. But, you don't want to overeat because it will make you sick. And you'll take your word that's from tomorrow away from now. So in other words, when you're reading, 
And a lot of people do a once a year Bible reading where they go through a year. And I used to watch one of my pastor sons do this. And he'd get really behind and then he would spend, his mom and dad would make him um, catch up. And he would spend hours and hours and hours and hours and days and days and days and days um, to catch up. But the thing is, he was eating yesterday manna. And he was doing it just to catch up. So that manna, not saying it wasn't going to be beneficial for him reading it. But that blessing that he would have got for them was long gone days before. Now, I'm not saying that guy couldn't turn around and give him another blessings with it. He can do that. But my point is... If you are doing a daily devotion, it is important and imperative to do it on a daily basis. But if for some reason you neglected to do it, move on to the next day. When the next day comes. And you will find out, you will find out that God will bless you for it. Unfortunately, you missed your meal from the day before but just like he told the children of Israel about not to eat next day manna don't collect enough for the next day in the end it would be a mess it would not be fit to eat in other words it would be it's a nugget it's something you can read the word of God is don't think I'm wrong but it's not going to help you for what you need today the second thought that I'm going to share with that sermon is this. Reading ahead when you go on vacation. So you don't have to read the word of God. While you're celebrating on your vacation. Well let me tell you something saints. Let me tell you something. God. Has a word for you every day. Alright. And. If you read all that stuff and say you got it done and you can go on vacation. You know, with our memory, sometimes we only remember a certain amount of things that pertain to God and his word. So if you read like seven days ahead, you're not going to be prepared for the things that might come against you in your life. And your anxieties. See, if you're doing a devotion, people believe that that devotion and the one that God leads you to is those days that God got a nugget for you every day. So when you're on vacation, God don't take a vacation from you. You shouldn't take a vacation from him. You should get out your Bible and you still should read the word of God. That way you won't be eating yesterday's manna twice because there was only one time that God let them collect enough for two days and that was the day of the Sabbath, day before the Sabbath that way they could do it but and overall God wanted them to eat what he wanted them to eat on the day and that's basically what he's telling us here with our anxiety we need to study it but we need to receive it. And we need it to read 
today's word. All right? And then we will be okay. So what do we got to do? Basically, a lot of something some I got to do in the sermon. We got to worship God. We got to ask God to take our sicknesses away and believe that he will. We got to we got to turn our word to him and listen to him as we're praying. And we got to read the word of God and study it every day. And don't try to play catch-up because then you'll overwhelm yourself. And then don't try to play catch-up before you do get behind because you'll overwhelm yourself. Basically, you've got all this data and you're only processing maybe 10% of it. You need to read the Word when the Word comes. Every day. Okay? Hallelujah. God is good and He's good all the time. Now we're going to go into our prayer request segment. And we got a lot of information here today that been added to some stuff. So we're going to be praying for those things there. And the first one is my dad. I just talked to my mom before we went on the air. And um, he had to go to the doctor today. They had to work him in because... He, he's having trouble with his breathing and he's wheezing at night and he's already on oxygen at night and they um, they're going to um, he's being there as we speak so I don't know what the outcome is going to be but he also has got an uh, aneurysm on his aorta so we're going to continue with that we're going to continue to pray for my mom we're going to continue to pray for my brother Dan. He's like a brother to me about his blood pressure. We're going to continue to pray for my cousin Margaret with the loss of her mother. We're going to continue to pray for Lloyd. And i got to make an, a switch on that. I thought he was on stage 5 cancer. He's not. But he's actually doing pretty good. Now we're going to add, which I did add for the church. But we've got to add this spoken. My friend Sean, he's like a brother to me. He's got an unspoken, plus his family has got coronavirus, but I've been told by him he's feeling a lot better, but he hasn't slept in 30 hours. So he must be working through the worst of it. But his wife, Becky, is, is having a lot of trouble and heartache because of her asthma through this. So we got to keep praying for all three of them. And they said that the, the little boy, their son Philip, is... I asked how he was doing. He said, doing fine. He said, yep. And Because right now I've only been in contact with messaging him or texting him. Because he's been in so much pain. And Then we're going to pray for my brother-in-law and decisions that he's got to make about the estate. And then we're going to have prayer about us and how God can counteract some of these decisions and help us too then we're going to pray for my brother Paul he's like my brother in Georgia he's a friend and his little girl's going to pre-k school today and he's nervous about it he took the day off and work to go with her but he's worried about the coronavirus that's after I've told him about what's going on with my friend Sean 
but he and his back is doing better but we're going to continue to pray for his back then my cousin Heather she has breast cancer so we're going to pray for her and then my friend Sean's dad his name is Sam he had a beastman having a rough night I think yesterday rough day and his mom still hasn't showed any signs but she is having trouble sleeping so we're going to pray for all these right now and then we'll go into our last segment but you know we got to let God do his work here dear heavenly father I ask you right now Lord to bring your healing hands into these lives that I'm asking for for prayer right now Lord I just ask you to continue to be with my dad, Lord, and touch that aneurysm and either stop it from growing or let it disappear. But Lord, he's having trouble with his breathing today. He was he was breathing, wheezing all night last night and they bring him in. So Lord, let everything be okay with him. And whatever they do, let the doctors guide the doctor's hands with it. And Lord, I ask you to be with Dan. I just ask you right now to be with this pressure problem that he had and this scan, brain scan that he he went through let everything turn around come back good and lord i ask you be with margaret lord my cousin lord and help her through the loss of her mother lord because she took her dad's loss very hard and she still is but now it's double because now she's grieving for her mother and lord we just ask you to be with lloyd and his cancer lord jesus we just ask you to continue to touch and heal him lord and Lord, I lift up Sean to you, Lord, and his family. I ask you to be with their unspoken. But I also ask you to be with Sean, Becky, and Philip. Because they have coronavirus. Thank God that Sean is telling me that he's he's doing a lot better. Thank God that Philip's doing a lot better. But Lord, Becky's not doing a lot better, Lord. We just ask you right now, Lord, to touch her asthma. Make a way for her to breathe and get through this and touch her, Lord. Even, Lord, if you had to have an angel somehow blow air into her. Blow it into her, Lord, to help her breathe. And Lord, we just ask you to clear this coronavirus out of that house. And touch and heal. And Lord, I ask you to be with Sean's dad. His name is Sam. I just ask you to be with his time with this coronavirus. And go and touch and heal him there too, Lord. And Lord, I just ask you to help Sean and Robin get sleep. Because Sean told me he hasn't slept in 30 hours. Lord, I just ask you to help Sean and Robin both find some time to sleep, Lord. And get some rest. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother-in-law, Paul. As he's making decisions about the estate lord let him be fair let him be honest let him be true and lord help us with what we got to do too when it comes to the estate let us all work together in harmony i ask you be with my friend paul out in georgia lord he's taking his little girl to school today he took the day off i ask you to be with her protect her from coronavirus protect him from coronavirus and continue to touch his back lord and lord i ask you to be with my cousin heather lord and this breast cancer situation i just ask you to let everything work out the way you want it to work out there lord and i ask you all this in jesus name amen and amen our god is good and he is good all the time I've seen a lot of prayer requests answered off this podcast from the other um, 
platform we had which was um anchor but now we're on hop hopper studios and um i seen we've seen a lot of answer prayer in these times a lot of names came on and a lot of names came off and it was for the glory of god now we're going to go into our last segment here and it's called god teaches us in different ways and he does he teaches us through his word only but sometimes he teaches us teaches us out of news stories or bible stories or magazine stories and and stuff like this and i'm going to read to you a story called a weekly journal of practical christian living and the story is called no, I'm not interested. And it is a true story by Helen L. Huber. Alright, and then we'll discuss it. We'll read it and then discuss it. I had my small flip type cell phone for about 10 years. Occasionally, friends or family would ask me why I didn't have a smartphone. They are too expensive. I'm happy with this one. I don't need all the features of a smartphone. I really just want to call and text. I don't want a higher monthly bill. They don't come with instructions. Truthfully, I felt inadequate to learn how to use one. I'm not tech savvy and I dread typing to learn trying to learn a new gadget. I realize that cell phones are virtually necessary to a function in our society. So just thinking about goofing up a new phone brought shivers to my thoughts. I hadn't thought God's guidance on this properly, probably because I didn't want to know his opinion. I thought there were more important things to talk to God about than my daughter offered me an old smartphone that she didn't use anymore. I put off accepting it for several months until she offered again. Okay, I'll check with my phone company about the monthly price. To my surprise, the monthly payment would be within a few dollars of what I was paying for the flip phone service. But then I was told that the phone was so old that it wouldn't support the current apps. Hmm, I figured I'd just keep my current phone. Solution found, I thought. Oh no, the salesperson said. They had a promotion on some of their phones, a lower-end model of $49.95 with a $50 discount available. Wow, I guess I'll take it. Even I, with my misgivings, would, wouldn't pass up a free new phone. The first few days I felt very overwhelmed trying to figure out how to use it. My daughter and my, hus and my husband came to my rescue. A website with instructions was also helpful. The new phone was proven to be a good decision. It was several features that I like. The front is bigger and I can block calls from undesirable undesirables. Pictures stay on the phone for my reference. The local weather is available at my fingertips. As days and weeks pass, I probably find other options that I like at least. That is what others tell me. 
I now realize I was letting the fear of my de decision about a smartphone. God provided me a new free phone and overcame my excuses, even when I was r resistant. Hopefully in the future, I won't let fear dictate my decision and provide me with innumerable excuses. Instead, I want to trust God to guide me in all my ways. Look at the proud. They just, they tr they just trust in themselves, and their lives are crooked. But the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Huckabuck, two four. So what does the story tell us here? And it kind of goes in some thing. We can't let the fear of the unknown, no matter our anxieties, no matter if it's a new smartphone. No matter if it's on coronavirus attacking our family, we can't let fear dictate us. We gotta let God be God and go to God. And like she said, she really didn't want to know God's opinion, but God has an opinion on everything that He's doing out in this that everything's going on in this world. And obviously. God wanted her to have this smartphone because he gave it to her with basically free and she's enjoying it. It takes time to learn something. My 92 year old grandmother is learning a cell phone, a smartphone and she says she don't want the other stuff and it is driving her crazy and the devil's at work and um, there's been a lot of problems with the phone but God is working it out and helping her and fixing things and with our help eventually she'll conquer it and she's scared but you know God is bigger than her scares and she's got to realize that hallelujah just like Helen did hallelujah hallelujah well saints Sisters and brothers in the Lord, we came to an end of a of a podcast of today's podcast, and I kind of honor and privilege that you shared with us today. If you are, as we're putting this podcast to bed, if you are blessed by this podcast, I ask you to share it with somebody because let them so maybe they'll start listening to it too, and they get blessed. And I thank you for the overwhelming response that we had. And it's just a short time on Hopper Studios. I've made almost half of the viewers, of the uh, listeners, than what I did with Anchor in, the, in like six months. And so... And there's actually this 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 thing tells me where they're being listening from and I praise God for that. And I just ask you if it's been a blessing, share it because non Christian and Christian alike needs help from God and need this word. And God wants me to help the lost and dying world and also help Christians that are struggling in these times. And it also helps me. So listen and you know with this podcast right now there's no no monetary 
funds coming in running it it's a free site it's, it's a free I'm doing this for free and because God's Word needs to get out there more ways than one all right on that note I like to say God bless you see you tomorrow on God's Internet Church podcast my name is Pastor Ron Weaver take care of one another love one another keep people keep, keep each other safe and help each other God bless you and see you tomorrow for God's Internet Church podcast God love you I love you and have a good day